2: Welcome to On The Page. This is the podcast that answers all of your questions about the craft and business of screenwriting. My name is Pilar Alessandra, and I'm the instructor and script consultant here at On The Page. (laughs) (laughs) Joining me today, joining me today, the first episode that we're actually doing in quarantine is my, is my, are are my kids, basically. Uh, Kid number one. Ezra Dodson, hello, and kid number two, Rita Dodson, yo yo yo, and and this was funny because I bribed them with candy, Mm -hmm. and they were still munching on the candy, and I started the podcast because it was fun to do. (laughs) Ha
1: (laughs) ha, (laughs) funny (laughs) prank,
2: very funny. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha, funny prank, and I'm not above. Uh, bribing you guys with candy. Apparently, apparently no, not. I'm not. I'm not because and making us work otherwise for free. Right, exactly. Like some some kids have to like mow the lawn. Some have to do the dishes. Our kids have to be on our podcast from time to time, especially when we're quarantined and don't have a guest for the week. So. One
1: of us does the dishes.
0: <laughs> really? Yeah. Since when? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so we ain't telling lies here. <laughs>
2: i am on the dishwasher (laughs) me too when you're not here so how's this how's this quarantine thing working out for you guys so far sucks (laughs) it's easier when i sleep half the day away yeah yeah i have noticed that rita's turned into a frat boy
0: (laughs) (laughs) more like a raccoon nocturnal
2: that's true that's true um, but also, like, these creative projects, like, happen overnight. It'll be like, Rita's working on something at 5 p.m. What is it? And then suddenly I'll wake up in the morning and there's butterflies all hanging down over her, over her bed. And Ezra's been doing college online, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of video games and doing college. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. Not much different from college. I just miss my friends. Oh, I bet you do. hmm Bet you do. Is that is that the thing you guys miss the most? Is just hanging out with your friends? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so far, honestly, you both have been awesome. We've been I know. locked up for, what, <laughs> is it like three weeks now? Almost, yeah. Almost a month. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was three weeks. And um, uh, so if you've heard some previous podcasts, they were all recorded in advance. Um, this, like I said, is the first quarantine podcast. And then next week, I'm going to start doing zoom podcasts for the first time with over 600 podcasts to to do it through zoom I'm a little bit nervous but I think it'll be fine it's okay it's okay if the if the candy crinkles you can you can open it up and it's no problem not a big deal um, the reason that I asked my kids to be on the podcast is because the other day we were in the kitchen and Rita was giving me this quiz saying, Hey, do you know what this expression is? Do you know what this expression is? Basically like teen speak. And oh no. and I failed it miserably. And it occurred to me that people who are writing real teenagers, okay, Rita is 15, Ezra is 19. Um, Uh, you know they they sometimes are writing with themselves in mind from when they were a teenager or an older model that might even just be so one year ago Mm -hmm. so um rita uh what were some of those terms that you were throwing at me because i'll probably i'll probably fail it again
0: like if you were gonna say like i was asking you like Oh, if you were to say, like, oh, my God, you popped off to someone, like, <laughs> <laughs> do you understand what that means? And you were like, no, but popped off means, like, I guess it would be like, oh, my gosh, like, you look so good. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, you totally, like, slayed that. Oh, okay. So popped off is you look so good. because so, like, I would think it would mean, like,
2: oh, you got you got really mad at somebody. <laughs> no, no.
0: Um, so, like, mommy, like, if you like, okay, right now, like, mm-hmm. you popped off, like, your outfit is really cute. That's, oh. that's a compliment. I popped off. I popped off. Okay, <laughs> what else? Tell me another one. I don't know. I can't really think of any. What about you, Ezra?
1: I'm almost 20. I don't know. What about I don't know wh- what the kids say anymore. Fire, right? Weren't
0: you... Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mom, what's a simp? <laughs> a s- oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is perfect. This is a perfect one. This is like a new one. Okay, what is a simp? Simp? Like S-I-M-P? Yes. yes. Is it like somebody who's simple? It, no, no. no? Not quite. Okay, I'll use it in a sentence. Like, um, all these guys need to stop simping. Oh, uh, whining. No, a simp is like a simp is like uh, someone. <laughs> I don't know. You I explain. Um, a simp is like sort of
1: <laughs> become. I have no idea where this came from, honestly. Um, but the connotation is that uh, it's typically used for men who. Pursue women who aren't interested in them. (laughs) Um, Essentially, uh, it doesn't have necessarily, like, a a bad connotation, just that, like, a dude is really hung up on one girl.
0: (laughs) Yeah, like, I see a bunch of TikToks of, um, like, guys who are just being nice and they're like, oh my god, like... All I don't have a type. All girls are beautiful, whatever. And the, all the comments are like, "Simp, simp, simp. Oh, stop simping. Oh. Stop simping." Hey, I I really think that
1: it's just we've just like done a a full like like we've just gone fully around and now it's just gay to like women.
0: <laughs> like I don't know.
1: <laughs> Suddenly there's something like innately like inferior about
2: pursuing women. It's huh. just so weird. Okay, so so it's oh now we're getting into some other territory here. Mm-hmm. So you you're saying <laughs> you're saying like like so like going for that sort of classic heterosexual, oh my gosh, you know, you're so beautiful, yeah. I want to pursue you yeah. is a little bit dated at this point.
0: I don't know, like it's, I don't want to say that because yeah. like like obviously like I don't know, it's just like I feel like a simp isn't like a bad term. It's just like they're using it.
1: Yeah, it's like to make very fun much of a joke. boys. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To make fun of boys. Okay. So we're too
1: attached. Because men aren't supposed to be attached.
2: They're supposed to be. You're not supposed to get hung up on one girl. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Move on. There you efficient. go, man. Move on. Then, then, uh, so, and then, okay, fire. So, like, fire, oh. like, that's fire is like, that one, okay. That's awesome, right?
0: Yeah. Like, that one's a little bit old. That one's kind of old. Fire is old a already. A little bit. Yeah. Like, I, I also lit is old, but I say it all the time. I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. god, that's so lit. Wait, how old? Like like a year old, right? I guess so. It's just like kinda like last year. Lit's
1: like pretty old. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Anything else? That oh what was that that you said
0: that girl with a hair A hot Cheeto girl? <laughs>
2: a hot Cheeto girl.
0: Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's I about. <laughs> okay. So like that's not like a slang term, but like Okay, so they've like labeled all girls with long acrylics who eat Cheetos. A oh hot, yeah, a hot Cheeto girl. That's real. <laughs> <laughs> mom, mom, yeah. what what is an e boy? What is an e boy? That's a good one.
2: <laughs> What's an e boy?
0: Okay, so like it's a certain type of like style. Okay, like of like like I, I want to see if you can guess it. Okay, it's like a certain type of like style, like more like like a gamer e boy. Like you know, that's kind of close. No, yeah, yeah, not quite. Yeah, an e boy is like someone who's like emo and like dresses like most e boys like wear like black t shirts with striped t shirts underneath. It's just it's, their emo. It's definitely no. It's definitely
1: like feels like a uh like scene culture equivalent because scene culture isn't as as prominent anymore, and like where scene kids used to be. Really into like my space and really tapped into like the online <laughs> sphere. Like e boys and e girls are really tapped into like TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> um, so it's like a very online boy. Like a very, a very like hip with the trends online boy, but in like a so very specific genre.
0: Sometimes, like I would say Jughead's an e boy and he's not like. Said, Jughead yes, Jughead and is. Jones is not an e boy. Yes, he is. Ah, I so reject this. Now we
2: get into. We get into actual shows and movies, things that, you know, the people who are listening are actually writing. And you guys are teenagers and a lot of people are writing, they think, for your demographic or, like I said, bringing in characters or... <laughs> Of your demographics, so that's why we had a little language lesson for just a second, okay? (laughs) Um, But uh, let's talk about Riverdale for a second, because both of you guys are equally obsessed with it (laughs) and make fun of it at the same time. So tell me about that.
0: Okay. Um, You
1: started watching it first. Yeah. Okay.
0: So basically, I started watching Riverdale just to find out that the first season, they're supposed to be sophomores. Uh Uh-huh. Sophomores. I'm a sophomore. <laughs> First of all, sorry if this is weird, mommy, but they have a lot of sex in that show. Oh my god! And I um, can't watch it anymore. Oh my gosh! I know, so inappropriate. Um, but, but i like, I don't know about other high schools, but at my high school, like, no. no. Also, <laughs> it's it's notable uh, that and,
2: like, and mom would like to say, few. Okay, good. All right.
1: It's also it's it's notable that um, like we. I don't know. I feel like generally it is very rare um, to see teenagers played by actual teenagers, adults yeah. play adults, and children play children. But teenagers are kind of like this gray area where we've decided that like young twenty somethings can play teenagers and mm-hmm. are are like the go to. Um, and so Riverdale is like one of the worst offenders for sure. I think Cole Sprouse now is like twenty seven or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, and- <laughs> playing seventeen year old Jughead now. Um, so. Yeah, Riverdale has like, (laughs) Riverdale has like a very warped sort of like perception of what a teenager is. Um, And all the teenagers (laughs) are played by people who are like, like older than me properly adults. Um, But it's kind of
2: funny that you guys are like... In on the joke, you still oh, enjoy yeah. it, even though you know it has nothing to do with your own reality. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's just like I don't know. It's very unrealistic. Like a lot of it. Oh my gosh, there are so many things about gangs in this show. <laughs> it's like and drug deals and all this stuff. And I'm like, what? I'm just doing school. <laughs> like um, I
1: don't. Yeah, you know, no. when, you know, when you're 16 and you have to like uh, do a drug bust. <laughs> I, I keep saying that Riverdale exists in the uncanny valley of human connections. So, like, it's like aliens watched a bunch of TV about high schoolers and also, like, crime shows. And <laughs> we're like, this is what humans are. And everything is just so slightly off. Um, Riverdale says that it exists in our universe, but,
0: t- like, does it? Okay, something that always confuses me about that show is that it's set now but they all dress like not not now like from what time period i don't know like the 50s or something well there's a little bit of an homage and a nod to the original archie comics
2: which Mm -hmm. is you know what i grew up on even though it wasn't the 50s you know because they'd been around that that long when i was Mm -hmm. a kid and you know he always wore a letterman jacket and like does jughead by any chance (laughs) wear a uh-huh. a hat with okay he wears
1: he he wears a beanie that looks like a crown
2: yes that's what the original yeah. jughead I, like. I yeah, so I'm there's familiar a, a little comics. a little nod to some of those i gave you some archies when yeah. you were a kid yeah
0: yeah <laughs> but also like i feel like if they wanted to do that then they should just set it in the that time period well cuz I mean, it's confusing i for the first season i did not know what time period it was set in. i think the more the most confusing thing about riverdale is I don't think actually that
1: it's the thing that's throwing you off is one, the sort of like amount that Riverdale leans on, not even uh, like, like 80s high school tropes, just like the 80s high school tropes that have still carried into today and are still what we think high schoolers are. Yeah. Of like, um, and I think Riverdale actually does a little bit more nuance, but there's definitely like jock cheerleader, like rich girl kind of. Let's um, let's talk about storyline. that mm-hmm. for a second because
2: um, I mean you both you guys again you you're, you roll your eyes at it but you have so much fun with Riverdale yet what you just talked about with those tropes right yeah those eighties tropes that yeah were prevalent when I went to school all the John Hughes stuff which you know they were they were great for their time but like you said those certain groups that don't necessarily make up modern-day high school anymore. Yeah. And people should know that because if they really are trying to, to dig into a real high school experience, mm-hmm. we've got a different conversation. So you just said, what are those those groups that you always see that that aren't really there?
0: Oh, like... Like okay, like you said about the letterman jacket. Okay. I feel like in every TV show with high schoolers, there's the mean jocks that wear letterman jackets when literally. Okay. I go to a school with no sports, so obviously I'm not going to see that, but I've asked my friends and at their like normal high schools, that that does not happen. There's no, no. like no one wears letterman jackets and not all jocks and sports people are mean.
2: Got it. Got mm-hmm. it. What other yeah. what other groups uh tell me tell me other groups that you always see on tv but doesn't necessarily hold up in high school stuff
1: i don't know i just i just feel like there's just like sort of a general lack of of nuance of like assigning kids to specific um like these like sort of specific stereotypes or these like cliques um
2: yeah so like cheerleaders jocks um uh, like that kind of stuff. Uh, the uh, like, what are what are groups now that you haven't seen portrayed or e boys? Okay, yeah, I'm so e boys. <laughs> totally
1: no, 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 no. I don't. I don't know. That was like e boys were not a thing when I was in
0: high school. So I. Don't I know. would say like I don't know. I haven't seen one show that's just like like, set in, like, a normal high school but still has, like, a story, you know what I mean? Like, it can be set in a normal high school. Like, I haven't really seen, like, there's a lot of, like, TV shows that where kids go to an arts high school but it's, like, very, like, like know, competitive, catty, glee. Yeah, and that's not really, like, what it's like <laughs> and, like, yeah, going back to the cheerleader thing, also, there's always, like, that one mean head cheerleader and that isn't false. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I have friends who were cheerleaders at their Middle school and like now in high school, and
2: they're, know, they're school not like that. cheerleaders, yeah,
0: yeah. weird. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like it doesn't have to be cheer in school, it's outside of oh, yeah, because oh, it's a sport I did. But, now, I, yeah, but they're not like mean or like anything like that. Well, it's just, I, I
2: don't think that we put it on the same uh, platform that we used to. It yeah. used to be like, oh, mm-hmm. that was that was what uh, you know a girl did to to excel, and mm-hmm. now it's like, no, it's it's a thing a sport a girl or boy can do it's not it's not what it used to be
1: i think about uh book smart and how there are uh how like the sort of like characters in in that movie like they all are distinctly part of different like groups and social circles um and they're not like some of them are pretty clearly defined like um i'm it's been a, a hot minute since I saw it, so I'm not going to remember any character names. But like, you do see the theater kids, mm-hmm. um, the very, very extra <laughs> theater kids, <laughs> and um, you know the the two girls in it are definitely like somewhat nerds, but very aspirational nerds. They are, um, and they're they're not
2: bullied yeah. by people because of and, it. And they're you that know that they roll their eyes, happen. but they're not bullied. Yeah, but
1: I and I feel like the even though you see these, like, sort of outlined, like, social groups, they all talk to each other and they all, like, pretty much, like, are comfortable, sort of, like, engaging, like, it's not as, not everyone is, like, sort of portrayed as, like, an island in that and there's a lot of, like, crossover and I feel like Booksmart is one of the, the pieces of media I've seen recently that does that really well. I also think, um... Uh, what is it called? The thing we binged in like one
2: one night that one time. Oh, I'm yeah, 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 it. yeah, yeah. The oh shoot! It was a, a sort of a mockumentary. It'll it'll definitely come to me, right? Where the the kid gets in trouble for um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. excuse my language for for spray painting. Oh, like, American Vandal. American, American Vandal. Vandal. American Vandal was great. Right? Yeah, and I mean. That it means. also it also
1: has two kids I went to high school with in it. So <laughs> I'm a little biased when I say I think it, it pretty accurately represents like what my high school experience was. But yeah, just in terms of like um like there are like weird kids and kids who don't get along, but like it's it's less sort of like
2: defined.
1: I think um, commu- everyone just has their own interests.
2: Communication, I think you you kind of nailed it. That's something I've I've watched you guys like it isn't this, like, cool, like, don't talk to that person. We'll never sit with that person. Everybody talks to everybody else, and they may have different points of view, and conflicts may happen. But you guys are way more communicative, which is kind of the opposite of what certain generations give you credit for. Mm-hmm. No, oh yeah, kids can't talk to each other anymore because they're always, always online on or they're always on their phone <laughs> talking to each other, actually.
0: Since you be on that phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I agree with Ezra. I think that Booksmart is, like, a really good example of, like, what high school is actually like. I feel like that's, like, the best one. That one's mm-hmm. really good. That's a yeah. great example.
1: Every single character in that movie, there is, like... I can think of someone I went to, even the really, even you might be thinking like, I don't know, there's some really crazy characters in that movie. No, every single one I can think of someone I went to high school with who they remind me of like to a T. Mm -hmm.
2: What would a, what would a character be like, like taking the two of you, your own personalities, what you're interested in, you know, um, what would, have you seen a character that's reflective of yourself on screen yet.
1: (laughs) Asking this to the
2: non-binary child. (laughs) I know I'm asking both of you guys. I know. Uh, I don't know. I say no. I don't think so. What would, what would, like, I think what's interesting about you among the many things that I find (laughs) interesting about you, Rita, is that, that you're really social, but you're also really funny. Like, you're not afraid to be silly and funny. And sometimes the really social girl in these things doesn't have a sense of humor it it isn't doesn't make fun of herself no you know (laughs) that would be like my portrayal of you is there anything else that that you wish that like
0: i don't know like obviously i'm not gonna see someone just like me on tv i don't know i can't really think of anyone who would be like like me what about you ezra i don't
1: know uh i don't know uh i don't know the Something I have been enjoying watching, even though I think it has glaring flaws, uh, it has been uh, the character of Theo's arc in the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which is
0: oh my gosh, um, yes.
1: The showrunner I believe is the same as Riverdale. Um, they uh, do they have established that they they do exist in like the same sort of like general universe. Don't know if we'll see a crossover there yet. Um, but uh, that show has introduced a non-binary transmasculine character. Um, who's played by a non-binary person, which is huge. Um, their name's uh, Lachlan Watson, and they play the character of Theo. And that's been really interesting because I know Lachlan's given the show a lot of like feedback. Like the writers have been working with them, um, and though they, the parts of myself I see in that character are definitely parts of me at much younger ages. Um, I like I don't I don't feel like I'm a lot like them now, but because they're a character that's like currently sort of like going through. Um, the gender stuff, uh, I see a lot of, like, 16-year-old me in them. And that's been really cool because uh, you don't see a lot of non-binary characters on TV. Wahoo.
0: Yeah, I would say that character reminds me of you, not just because they're non-binary, but it just... Yeah, whenever... <laughs> when I saw the show, I was like, oh my god, Ezra. <laughs> well,
2: also, you know, something that we've talked about in other episodes is not to just have the trans or non-binary person who's just constantly dealing with their own... You know, confusion about it or yeah. change, right? <laughs> but but to just have trans or non-binary characters mm-hmm. that just happen to be part of the show,
1: yeah. And right. that's definitely what this character has is more so becoming. I think,
2: mm-hmm. um, like
1: season two got a little a little caught up in in having them have gender stuff, but the show in general uh, has kind <laughs> of s- sidelined a lot of
2: um characters, and I think for the time being, uh, Theo is one of them. I I was just saying to Ezra that um, I now am reading scripts that – Incorporate non-binary characters, just like sort of as a regular thing. I've been seeing a real change over the past year. Yay! Uh, Yeah, it's been great. Um, You know, pronouns are used correctly, all kinds of stuff, and it just becomes you know part of a diverse cast. That's all, and so that's been that's been cool. Um, But even for like one of your best friends, somebody who was on the show, Mm -hmm. you were doing what were you saying? Uh, Like you were doing a read. Uh, sensitivity reading. Sensitivity reading. That's interesting. I mean, it's something that like people who are who are writing characters that may they may not be as familiar with as they think they are mm-hmm. to have this kind of a pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's when when you're reading a script right now, mm-hmm. um, and he's got you're doing sensitive sensitivity reading for what kind of character? A
1: trans character character who's a teenager um about i think like 17 oh my god if i got that might have gotten that wrong um yeah i don't want to give too much away because it's like a little a little steal and and it's very in very very early stages but yeah a friend of mine um who is not trans has been writing um a trans character and so he asked me to take a look at it and so i have been i've just been giving him feedback on like what is and isn't realistic what is and isn't um sort of like Going to feel like a uh, appropriate for that character, um. When whether or not things are like heavy handed,
2: but yeah, oh, that's interesting because because I think a lot of people would go like, oh no, it's going to be too politically correct. But mm-hmm. you're actually going the other way, like it's you know, yeah, looking for a slightly lighter touch. Yeah, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good because I mean, as a storyteller yourself, you're probably keeping in mind like what. But we need conflict, and mm-hmm. we need confusion, yeah. and we need these kind of things. So it's not all about everybody saying or doing the right thing. It's about it's about this character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. And so doing that kind of a read, you know, with somebody who's more tuned into that experience Mm -hmm. is a good pass for uh, a writer to make. Excellent. Excellent. Hi. Hi over there. Okay. So I have to know. How many bags of M&M's have you gone through? What's, how, what do we, which one are we on? We're on M&M. Are we on Milky Way yet? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> um What, now, Rita, this is, this is interesting about you that when it comes to watching things, this isn't necessarily teen specific, but Rita is this huge horror fan. Oh, yeah. Huge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, not for the horror movies at first. I'm like, this is going to give her nightmares. And there's all this graphic violence and stuff. But you love horror movies. What do you love about horror movies?
0: I just like like seeing if I'll get scared and then I never do. <laughs> okay, so
2: what was a movie that actually scared you?
0: Okay, Hereditary was one of the best ones I've ever seen. It was so good. It was, It was just... It was good. I don't want to give it away because Ezra hasn't seen it. But it was just really good. I think what was different about it was that it was just like, I don't want to say, do you care? I'm not spoiling anything, Ezra, I promise. Okay. Okay, well, there's like, you know, like many twists Mm -hmm. in, in the movie, which I liked that you're really, really not expecting. And yeah, in normal horror movies, just like, you know, that doesn't, I don't know. They always have really bad twists that are just like not, not like, not entertaining to wait for. Like you know what's gonna happen, mm-hmm. but this one I, I did not know what was gonna happen. It was good.
2: <laughs> well, see that, that's kind of cool. So I asked you about horror, and you come back at me with story. You know, I want to be surprised within the story. It's not all about like oh I want this like cool hatchet in somebody's head or anything like that. It's it's I want to be surprised. If you're bored, you're not scared, right?
0: Yeah yeah
2: do you remember when we saw
0: us that was really good i thought that they threw a lot of random stuff in at the, at at the, the end, end. <laughs> they did they
2: did i wish they had I hadn't done that because they, they really didn't mm-hmm. need to yeah you know no um, us
0: was great i loved us
2: yeah 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 mm-hmm. and oh my god it's so scary just ugh. uh
0: aren't they yeah. making a new one called antebellum
2: oh yes 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 when's that coming out it's well, mm-hmm. now I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, I yeah. bet they'll have it on TV now. I hope so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You still you still have to watch The
1: Lighthouse? Oh, no, is it good?
0: It's really good. I've been telling you to watch The Lighthouse. The trailer okay. looked yeah.
1: bad. The trailer looked bad. Well, I no, had to, I was I showed you the trailer to convince you not to watch it because you should not watch The
2: Lighthouse, but Mom should sure watch, watch The Lighthouse. Okay, so what did you oh. like about it? It's not a horror movie everybody just so you know. Uh, oh, uh, is yes, that a it is? Oh, it's a Yeah, it's it's no, a- that's
1: why I bring it. I'm not just bringing up the lighthouse. Ah, it's not quite horror, um, like not like like psychological
2: in, thriller, more y- like that.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, it definitely has like some like fantastic horror elements to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not a horror movie in the way that Us and Hereditary are horror movies. Um, the whole thing is shot in black and white. It is for the most part. Pretty much entirely just Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe on screen together they are the only two actors in this movie, um, and it's just super weird. And things just keep getting weirder. And they essentially uh, Robert Pattinson is like hired on to help this old man tend to a lighthouse, and um, then they get stuck,
2: and mm. then they're just together. So wait house. a wait a minute. They're stuck inside. A lighthouse, they're not,
1: they're stuck on an island, <laughs>
2: they're stuck on an island you know, where they can't get toilet paper, and <laughs> uh, and 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 the food is slowly running out. Okay, mm-hmm. all right, I'm yeah. in, mm-hmm. I'm in.
1: No, it's it's good. Um, sorry, I'm like sure. yeah, yeah, it's a Robert Eggers
2: film. Okay,
1: and I really like The Witch, which is very much a,
2: a horror movie. Oh, uh, remember, Rita, we started watching The Witch and you turned no, it off. You I were... turned
0: it off, one way. why. I was uncomfortable watching it with you. Oh. <laughs> I was nervous it was going to be inappropriate. As soon as, as soon as we saw the naked lady, I was like, oh. It's a, you two could have watched it together. Um, the Witch is, like, one of my favorite horror movies. Then I um, proceeded to try and watch it with Emma,
1: and we just got bored. It <laughs> okay. is. it not, not a ton happens. Um. But I think like the beauty of that film is in is in the suspense. Oh, also, Robert Eggers always does stuff with with people talking in in really hard to understand like period and place accurate language, uh-huh. um, which is really really fun. Even if you're like, oh,
2: what are you saying?
1: You heard me doing my impression of like Willem Dafoe in this movie.
2: Um, I think everybody needs to hear this no. impression. <laughs>
1: no. I would like to hear it. Yes. i never heard it.
2: Yes, absolutely. <laughs>
1: No, I'm not gonna be old. To <laughs> he just <laughs> came out one time and the duck kept making fun of me for it. I was like, yeah, you can't understand a word of what Willem Defoe's saying. He's just like, "I,", I- you know, that re- it's, a, it's a
2: rare 19 year old who can do a Willem Defoe impression. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: what <it> sounds like. <laughs> Wow. Like, I'll keep I'll keep it. eye. Gra- gra- just just grab. Like, well, you already.
2: know that if I watch it with your dad, though...
1: He'll fall asleep. He'll fall asleep. He always falls will watch asleep. it with you. Will you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're fine with watching some really uncomfortable sexual
2: scenes next to me... We've watched some weird stuff together. Yeah, yeah I can't do that
0: with you, Mom. Sorry. I no, know. No, that's why I was trying to get Rita to not watch it. I'm no, like, I'm Rita, gonna- you don't want to okay, watch it. Okay, the more it. you tell me not to watch it, the more I'm going to watch it anyway, okay. despite you.
2: <laughs> okay. I like to... Okay, so this is... This is... Off track, but I liked Invisible Man way more than I thought I would when you and I went to see it, Rita.
0: Yeah, but like, it like wasn't. I need something really scary. Like it had a great story. Like, okay, I've been on. I don't know if you know, but every single night I've been watching on Netflix party with my friends. I've been watching horror movies every single night. So
2: what? So when you're watching doing this Netflix party, so that's something that people who are currently, you know quarantine mm-hmm. like we all yep. are.
1: It's a Chrome extension.
2: Okay. Um, I was going to explain that. Okay. Can you explain it? But both of you guys explain mm-hmm. it because okay. it is something that people should know so they could be social and watch movies with people. So mm-hmm. you download
0: it for Chrome and then you go and you pick your movie on Netflix and then there's a little NP that should be like at the top of the like toolbar mm-hmm. type part yep. and then you click on it and then you start the party and then you share the link with your friends and you just type in the chat and it's not like facetime or anything it's just like a texting chat and, w- and on one side and then the movie mm-hmm. and yeah, then there's the live chat yeah and then you just type and you're like mm-hmm. oh you scary you can also it's
1: like syncs it with you and um if one of your friend has to like pee during the movie you can pause it and <laughs> it'll pause it for everyone yeah um it only works if everyone has a Netflix account, though, um, unfortunately, and if you are think you're really smart like me and you're like, I'm going to use my VPN to watch UK Netflix with my friends who don't have a VPN, you cannot do that, I have learned. Um, so it has its limitations. Are the but cops going to come here? I the just need to The cops aren't going to come here. It's fine.
2: Okay, the VPN cops. No, no. it's
1: fine. The, whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: Anyway, Just checking. <laughs> Didn't you used to like? Uh, I remember you watched Game of Thrones, and you did like a video share where you could actually see each There used each to be a website too. called
1: Rabbit, and it died. Um, oh. It was absorbed by another company, and that company hasn't yet like made it functional. They were like, "Oh, we want your tech." For our thing that's called cast only cast doesn't work right now like it's not a functional website anymore so they basically absorbed this like perfectly good functional website and then replaced it with their currently non-functional thing I'm sure like cast is somewhat functional but it doesn't
2: it doesn't work the way rabbit did so there isn't anything right now where you can literally just watch some like FaceTime isn't each other fix, while really? you're watching the movie
1: not super Um, haven't found anything yet uh, which sucks because I'm trying to watch Riverdale with my friends
2: through my VPN. Oh, I can't. Mm. and oh. you guys used to have River- mm-hmm. Riverdale dates at, in college, right? Oh
1: yeah, in co- yeah. I started watching Riverdale because my friends in college who lived with me started watching it, and I was like, "This sucks." And then they watched like four episodes where I would just be like in the kitchen or whatever, and then I just got sucked in, and now we're on season four. And now you love it. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Uh, we really made it through like three seasons in like two semesters. <laughs> it's
2: a lot. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to see that the money is going toward good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. That's, really good stuff. That's, that's
0: great. Rita, I recommended a horror movie to you that you really like. Oh, yeah. What was it? By the way, mm-hmm. before I talk about that, there's mm-hmm. a few horror movies that I have seen that I've hated on this break. So, yeah. Just mentioning it. Uh, <laughs> okay. I don't.
2: I don't know if we should mention the Bad stuff because who knows, we may end up having somebody oh, yeah. on who actually wrote it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So let's
2: keep talking about yeah. the stuff we do oh, okay. like.
0: Well, mm-hmm. then, well, since I had seen all those bad ones, um, I asked Ezra to recommend mm-hmm. me one and yeah. they recommended The Ritual, mm-hmm. which was really good. What's The Ritual? It was it, okay. Can I explain it? Yeah. Okay. So it's about um, these like, hi- well, okay. So this friend group and then their friend dies in a robbery and then um they were all planning on going on a hike and then they go on the hike to like honor their friend and then this guy he trips and hurts his ankle and everything's very normal at first and then like they like were like oh let's take a shortcut through the forest and then stuff happens in the forest that's just bad We're going to have to work on your pitching
2: skills, but okay. All right. (laughs) So it's like, so then they're just sort of terrorized in the forest. Yeah.
1: That's basically it. I like it. Four dudes being like psychologically tortured by a creature that lives in the forest. Interesting. Um, And it does a lot of really cool things with environment. Um, It shows there are like quite a few sort of like not quite real dream type sequences where they've built like sets. And you can tell you're still in a forest, but, like, the way that they light the sets is, like, one of the guys will just be walking and suddenly they're in, like, a, like, convenience store. And you can see that, like, the wood's, like, in the periphery of all the shots, but it's lit like a grocery store. And that's kind of how the movie, like, conveys this sort of, like, unraveling of, of the mind and, like, these, like, hallucinations that are happening.
2: It's really cool. Rita's taking more candy. <laughs> She has been sneaking as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Even I think at least two more pieces of yeah. candy. This is why I'm glad I like almond joys because none of you guys will take my nah. candy. Nobody will take they're the nasty coconut and for old people. They, you know what, you know what, and they're all mine. They are all <laughs> mine. Nice. Yeah. So the ritual. Okay. Yeah. All right. That it's one pretty
1: good. Was great. It's great. I think it's a Netflix original. I could be wrong. I have it's no not? idea. Okay.
2: Mm. Cool.
1: There's, it's on Netflix. You can watch it.
2: We actually had uh, the creator of a show that you like, Rita, on this podcast. Um, The one, the, the.
0: Oh wait! Yeah, I think I know which one. You're gonna say the TV show? Was it a cartoon?
2: No, no, it's like a super. uh, She ends up having superpowers, and I am not okay with this.
0: Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and you're loving that right now too.
0: Mm-hmm. That's like my favorite show right now. I already finished it like a while ago, but it's like my favorite. That one's really good. It's on my list of things to watch.
2: Excellent. You Excellent. better watch it. So, so um, for people who are sort of, you know, hold up right now. So these are some great recommendations. Okay, um, they've got they've got teenagers at home. Okay, um, what are those teenagers looking to for entertainment that their parents aren't looking to? That maybe their parents should look to, not to keep an eye mm. on them, but to think about, like, other platforms that they could start looking at for writing, for for creating mm. content. Is mm. there anything out there? Like, TikTok is not something for fictional content, right? Or has it? Has no. it? No. Okay.
1: No. All right. We so, don't want to talk about the fictional content on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> it's not good. It's real, real bad. Do oh. people try?
2: Do they try and, like, put up, like...
0: Oh, like, point many, of mini-movies <laughs> or I'm something like of. that? Okay, so the, there's this thing on TikTok. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there's this trend where people do point of views, and they're really cringy and usually get made fun of because they're just awful. It's where, like, a person will, like, make a video and, like, put in the caption, like, point of view, we're captured, and, and we need help. <laughs> like, that's the whole point of view. And then they're just like... <gasps> The whole time. I see. And, so they're
2: trying to, like, be a character in the middle of something. Yeah, but they think
0: they're in a movie. They it's, think they're not. They're, they're called point it. of
2: views because it's it's essentially meant to say that, like, you on the
1: other side of the screen, like, it is from the point of view of if you were, like, in the action. It's quite, it's quite, quite
2: bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, like, uh, TV-wise? No, it doesn't have to be TV. It's, it's like, where you guys are looking at content that maybe parents aren't looking at. Like, are there, so there's, like, t- like TikTok- was like some people didn't even know about tiktok right so again it's not fictional content even though people are trying Mm -hmm. but like okay so for example i have um one of the writers in my groups uh does stories fictional stories for snapchat Mm -hmm. um wow it's right is snapchat even a thing anymore I don't I don't pers- I personally have never liked
1: Snapchat and so I haven't used it in several years.
0: I use it. Ready to use it yeah. So but do like, you ever watch any uh, fictional content on it? No, like all the stuff that comes up like all the like they have like little um things like short type of series yeah. series? I don't know. Called um like born different and like mm-hmm. makeup makeover series and like stuff like that. But I don't watch and I don't watch those I I mainly go on Snapchat to like text my friends on there um, and like there's things called stories and you can look at what they're doing and what they've posted. But Instagram also has stories. The biggest platform right now is TikTok. To be honest, this is this is true. So um, mm. honestly, I would
2: say video games. video games, video games, video games. Okay, so tell me tell me why like uh, a a parent who rights mm-hmm. should check out their kids video games.
1: I mean, I don't I think there are some really cool like storytelling things happening in like the the world of video games that are that are going like mostly un, unnoticed or like largely unnoticed outside of like those communities. Um I mean, I don't know if I <laughs> It's like a like 70 hour minimum or something like game uh, to like start to finish on the story. Um and the dude's not like the best storyteller, tell- in my opinion, and probably the opinion of a lot of other people. But it's very—he he works in a very specific genre. Um, Hideo Kojima just came out with a video game called Death Stranding, and I think it is one of like the best examples of like what video games are and what they're going to be. Rita's not going to know anything about this, uh, but this nope. is something. This is something <laughs> that a lot of people my age have been playing. Um, but he got like big names to do motion capture and, like, essentially be in the game. So, like, Guillermo del Toro's in it, and Mads Mikkelsen's in it. um, Wow. And Norman Reedus is in it. (laughs) Um, And other actors whose names I can't remember are in it. Um, And it's just this, like, huge undertaking of, like, a very different kind of weird, surreal, like, post-apocalyptic story about... um, like politics and the human condition it's very bizarre um Hideo Kojima is a man with extremely specific niche interests and visions Uh, but people really like his stuff and that game's like a huge undertaking if you look at it like it looks super beautiful and weird
2: um and I just think if you get lost as an adult in a video game you can be like honey I'm doing research for my script it's okay yeah
1: yeah um, so yeah, I don't know if that's like the first thing I would I would recommend necessarily, but it is an example of like some really like hefty levels of of storytelling happening in in video games. Look at what video games your kids are playing that are like story story based. Yeah, even like wait,
2: this is this is like so what five years mm-hmm. ago, but when you guys were really into the whole Pokemon thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, even those kind of things. Yeah. Um, the smaller the smaller games like these become, mm-hmm. yeah. they become content. They become, mm-hmm. you know, uh, somebody takes that IP and makes a, 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 yeah. a, a Disney movie out of it or something uh-huh. like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you should always sort of be keeping your eye on thing and, and asking yeah. like, what is the story behind it? Because your kid will tell you the story, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're not just doing it just because they're bored. It's mm-hmm. because the story interests them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't look necessarily at like Pokemon, um, but, I mean, play, like, these These are, like, on the older side, but play, like, Undertale, which was, like, a huge game with, like, oh, a really yeah. compelling story that I've just, that I've only just picked up for the first time. Did, play. did you
0: watch it? I, I tried to play Undertale, but a lot of people liked it. Hmm? What? Wait, what do you mean? I didn't, you said a lot of people liked it? No, I said, I try. I, you you were like, you know what, Undertale is right? And I said, yeah. And I said, I tried to the video game right yeah and i said i tried to play undertale and i didn't get through it but a lot of people liked it a lot oh sorry i like
2: missed the middle of your sentence (laughs) yeah
0: me too Me Uh too. undertale where did you play is there something under a tail because that on my computer oh did you buy undertale no you can play it you you look it up and you play it oh weird okay
1: um it's maybe
2: rita has a vpn too
1: I don't know because undertale's usually a game you have to buy on like a an engine. No, you can find it. okay. Um, uh, it's yeah, um it is uh, it started out as like a, a more of like an indie game and then it just got super popular. Um, it is a story about a human who falls into a world of monsters and then you learn
2: empathy. <laughs> That's my pitch. There you go. <laughs> And then you learn empathy, the end, the end, and you're going to come back mm-hmm. on the show, and we're going to finally have that Dungeons and dragons podcast, oh yeah, we'll do that right so and the the reason for it is because every time that um, Ezra talks to me about, like, uh, uh, like you were actually creating a D&D campaign at yes, a certain point. Yes, I
1: was a dungeon master last
2: <laughs> semester. And there's so much, it's all about storytelling. <laughs> so I Rita,
0: Rita has Rita is... checked out. No, <laughs> Rita's just judging me. Because I'm a huge nerd. Um, oh, yes, I have been a dungeon master. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: that was, that was just for the goof.
2: <laughs> it is what it's called, though. Yeah, no, it and it's very hard to be a dungeon master. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, Extremely. Yeah, we're going to get is. you on with Nina Berry mm-hmm. and yeah. and who's been a dungeon master ever since I've known her mm-hmm. and I think this, she's been like a dungeon master for like Thirty years, yeah. and it is some high mm-hmm. level storytelling work.
1: I, I should get, I should get all, I should get all of you to play like one session of a game with me. Okay, a tabletop game, not maybe not D anD D, but something easier.
0: Okay, we'll I want to play D anD D. I want to see what it's all about. I I
1: will, depending on how long this quarantine thing goes, write a a like two hour campaign and have y'all play it. In something Woo. in some game that'll be fun. We'll play something really easy. We'll play lasers th- and feelings. Do you think that
2: that dad will pay attention?
0: No. <laughs> Is that even a question? I'll throw a dice okay. at him if he doesn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Cool. I, if I if
1: I can get if I can wrangle like five college students who also don't pay attention and get them to like follow the the story tapestry I am weaving, I can get. You three knuckleheads. Do we have to, to call it. you master?
2: No, absolutely okay. not. Please don't. Do I have right. to call you dungeon. No. Oh, no. Guess what? It's seven minutes past. I'm supposed to actually be on a Zoom thing. So I'm, <laughs> gonna... <laughs> I know. It's my, my whole life right now, right? I'm always going from Zoom meeting to Zoom meeting. That's like all you see me do. Mm-hmm. So I have to actually get back to it. But okay. I want, um, is there, uh, Ezra, anything that you're promoting these days that you want to? want eyeballs on nah okay not really (laughs) rita anything you're promoting these days that you want eyeballs on love and happiness. I like that. We're promoting love and happiness. Uh, (laughs) In addition to love and happiness and health, I want to remind everybody, do go to onthepage.tv because of the online classes. Um, I'm in the middle right now of the first draft class online, but you can still get uh, you can watch the recordings if you come in into week three. and Or you can even come into week three, catch up on the recordings and start live so it's absolutely fine to come in late it's no problem also check out the rewrite class online that is going to be at the end of the month and that is going to be a four part rewrite class the fourth part being with Lee Jessup who is going to talk to you all about the business side um, selling things and getting staffed and getting represented and all that stuff so on the TV, I want to thank Rita Dodson for being here and only took five candy bars. I really appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you, my dear. You're welcome. Thank you to Ezra Dodson. Uh, I've, again, I really appreciate it, you guys, because I know that you have your own lives. So, me more. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> I love you both. Thank you. Thanks to all of you for listening, and have a good writing week.